Good morning, everyone. I am Sarah Kazell with the latest from the Arizona Sports Desk, presented by Parker & Sons Heating, Cooling, Plumbing, and Electrical. The Arizona Coyotes open up their 2022-23 season tonight. They are at the Pittsburgh Penguins for their season opener, starting at 4 o'clock Arizona time. You can hear it on ESPN 620 AM and 98.7 FM HD2. The Coyotes will play their first six games on the road, so if you want to see them at Mullet Arena in Tempe, you're going to have to wait until the end of October, the 28th to be exact. The Phoenix Suns are less than a week away from their season opener next Wednesday. Last night, they dropped their final preseason game to the Sacramento Kings, 105-104. The Suns sat all of their big players while the Kings played most of theirs. Dwayne Washington Jr. led the way for Phoenix with 31 points. Jock Landale scored 17 with 8 boards, 4 blocks, and 3 steals. And in baseball, both of the NL series are now tied up at 1-1. The Braves beat the Phillies yesterday 3-0, and the Padres beat the Dodgers 5-3. We have two ALDS games today, the Mariners and the Astros at 12:37. Houston has the 1-0 series lead in that one, and then the Guardians and the Yankees play at 4:37. New York is up 1-0 in that series. The latest is brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley gets you a higher price selling your home. So get guaranteed offers at higherprice.com, higherprice.com. 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. Bigley and Murata. Social studies. Brought to you by Carol Royce, Keller Williams Realty East Valley. Get more money selling your home. Go to higherprice.com. That's higherprice.com. Sarah Cazell is here to take us through social studies as we kick off the 9 o'clock hour here on Bigley and Murata Mornings. That's where we go on Twitter. And Sarah reads all the gold that's been supplied by our listening audience. Gets our takes as well on the questions Jared asked. Sarah, what do you got for us? So much gold. 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 Isn't that weird? A lot, a lot of gold. (laughs) Like Vince said, we're on Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Hi, new followers. Thank you. Great to have you. Hi, new listeners. Thank you. Great to have you as well. Uh, We are starting with a Cardinals-related question as we look ahead to week six on Sunday against the Seahawks in Seattle. And looking at this matchup, we are asking of the Cardinals side of the ball, which unit are you most concerned about in how they will perform against the Seahawks on Sunday? The Cardinals offense, the Cardinals defense, or special teams? Cardinals offense. It's offense, without a doubt. Why is that? They don't get healthy against this defense. They ain't getting healthy. Yeah, yeah, because that's the unit that just cannot get going, and they cannot. They're they, they're late to every party. They've they're lucky to be where they are. Quite honestly, uh, they're coming off a game that they might have you know kind of drop kicked at the end, and mm-hmm. and it's all on them. Late to every party, and not fashionably late. No, like where the hell were you? Yeah, we were worried about you. Maybe they should have drop kicked like, that dude, game at the end. You're an hour and a half late, and you were supposed to bring the bean dip. <laughs> the bean. It's, it's bean, bean night. night it's bean night, sakes. and you didn't bring. The be- you're an hour and a half late. I you called didn't you bring six the- times. Without you were beans supposed and- to bring the tuna casserole. <laughs> Without oh, beans, kind of it's just night. <laughs> right? I'll bet you Jarrett likes tuna casserole. Do you like tuna casserole? Oh, oh. <laughs> oh, it's oh it's the best thing I've ever had. I don't think I've ever had tuna casserole. Get out! Really? I know What's in of a tuna it. Tuna casserole. Tuna and noodles and. Mm-hmm. 
Oh, I've never had that either. Sounds delightful. I, I don't. Uh, so I, I'm I, the only one in this room who grew up on Hamburger Helper and Tuna oh, Helper. I had Hamburger Helper. Okay. Yeah. No, I, I, I had. I don't had know why they hamburger. call this stuff hamburger helper, Clark. It works just fine on its own. <laughs> hamburger helper, is, hamburger helper is pretty delicious. Yeah, it's essentially I, just like either you know pasta with sauce or macaroni and cheese, and you just put kind of yeah. delicious. And about eight hundred uh, percent of your daily sodium. Yeah, wow. yeah. There's that. Believe me. Take off your wedding ring. You won't need it. <laughs> <laughs> Take off any tight fitting clothes. Yeah, yeah it's, it's not right. going to work. Yeah. Uh-huh. All right, we asked our listeners which unit they are most concerned about against the Seahawks Sunday, and ugh, 83% said they are most concerned about the offense. I thought this would be a more nuanced question because they're playing such a bad defense. Right. Maybe you wouldn't be so worried Stupid about the offense. question. Well, okay. it's or, a, it's or because of Matt Amidola. It's an obvious right. question. It proved well, out to be that too. way. I can't argue. <laughs> 90% voted for special teams, to your point, Vince. Matt Amidola, potentially. 8% voted for the defense. Uh, Brian Barger says, if the Cardinals offense does their job, you shouldn't have to rely upon the Shankmaster 5000 <laughs> to kick a field goal. <laughs> Ow! Shankmaster 5000. I miss one kick. The Italian yeah. kid, as oh, Gambo calls him. Yeah, Look, it's the Italian Look. kid's fault. Because I tend to bring Italy into a lot of things. Well, they're bracing at everything, <laughs> except for kicking. <laughs> Kyler's study buddy says the Cardinals defense has overperformed this year, so even if they struggle against the Seahawks offense, it's understandable. The offense, however, has yet to put together a complete game. They need to be better. We're moving right along to the Phoenix Suns. We saw Jock Landale do a little bit of everything for the Suns last night. He had 17 points, 8 rebounds, 3 assists, 4 blocks, and 3 steals. Love that for you, Jock Landale. Jock can fill a, a stat yeah. sheet, there's yeah. no doubt. Of these yeah, four, he had 14 blocks and 10 steals in his career prior to last night. Wild. Uh, of these four options, guys, who do you think will be most impactful off of the bench for the Suns this year? Will it be Jock Landale? Will it be Campaign, Dario Saric, or Landry Shamit? I don't always like when I change the nature of the question, but I'm going to change the nature of the Let's question. I know who needs to be the most impactful off the bench. And the answer is campaign. He needs to be better. So does Landry Shamit. Mm, word. They're going to need him to provide a lot of offense that he did yes. not provide last year. Right now, Landry Shamit is. Shamit's backing up Devin Booker, who, who you can count on. There's, I mean, can you count on Chris Paul the same way you've counted on him for two years? That's the big issue. Yeah. And if you can't, yeah. campaign's got to be yeah, better. I think but campaign's in, in a way, Shamit is is sort of replacing what you got from Cam Johnson off Cam, the bench now. Cam John Johnson <laughs> Landry. <laughs> Shut up, Jared! Sham- murder. Sham it, Jared! Sham it, Jared! Murder. Oh, she, she wrote. wrote. So murder. Good. All right, the bench player who's going to be most impactful this season, according to our voters, with 36% of the vote, they say Dario Sharich. Wow. Yes. Jock Landell, 26% of the vote. Campaign, 21% of the vote. 17% say Landry Shamit. And let's quickly squeeze in one more question. A quick let's one. Let's do the holiday one. That's, That's what I'm going to do, Jarrett Carlin. Shut up, Jarrett. We were talking about gross holiday foods. Foods that are specifically tied to one holiday or another and why they're all bad. Which of these four gets a bad rap but is actually good? 
Candy corn for Halloween. Peeps for Easter. <laughs> Gefilte fish Ugh. for Passover or fruitcake for Christmas. I'm voting D because everything else on that list is gross. Fruitcake is a yes for Dan Bickley. Mm. I've never had fruitcake, but the other things that I have tried I don't like. So then again, I don't think all, there's an answer for me. It's also about expectations because the time that I tried fruitcake, I was expecting to bite into the worst thing in the world. I wonder it was like, it oh, this doesn't suck. So why does it get such a bad rap? Is it because of the sort of like stereotype that it's like sent as a gift exactly. in the yes. mail? Yeah. So by the right. time you get right. it, it's like stale right. and, and hard. You're not and pulling it dis- out of the oven. Right. It's a disappointing right. gift when you get it. Exactly. Ah, fruitcake. Oh, fruit cake. <laughs> I wish you gave me socks. Wanted a BB gun. <laughs> Which one would you vote for, Sarah? Uh, I haven't tried the last two. I haven't tried gefilte fish or fruitcake. I hate candy corn and I hate peeps, but I think if I had to eat one of the two, it would be a bite of peeps and then I would spit it in the Where are my peeps at? Peeps are pretty, yeah, that's, yeah, no, they're hard marshmallow. They've been around for a long time. Somebody likes them. Uh, Candy corn gets 50% of the vote. People like candy corn. 25% voted for fruitcake. You just eat a candle. (laughs) Exactly. Okay. What candy corn reminds me of is when I had braces when I was still playing sports in middle school. And they would give you the wax to put over your braces so that when you got hit in the face, it wouldn't cut. That is what candy corn's consistency reminds me of. The braces wax. It's somehow hard and soft at the same time. You can mold it onto the braces so your lip doesn't get stuck on your, your braces. Just imagine if it was actually corn flavored, though. The, the braces wax. Then it wouldn't be no, candy. No, the candy corn. Right. What flavor even is it besides wax? Just sweet, sweet wax. Sweet. Hard sugar. Hard sugar and sweet wax. Ooh, good name for an album or Thank a morning you, uh, talk show. Thank you, Sarah. <laughs> Thanks, guys. That's our social studies. We do it every day at 9 o'clock. It goes down on Twitter at Pickley underscore Murata. Coming up next, we will take our first look at week six of the NFL, which begins tonight. And we'll put our thoughts and feelings on the line with the NFL Survivor Series. It's Pickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Bickley and Murata, mornings on 98.7 FM, Arizona's sports station. I said, are you ready for the Survivor Series? Who will survive? Uh, Before we get to week six Survivor Series picks, uh, if you're looking forward to watching a doubleheader of baseball today, sorry, uh, there won't be a doubleheader today. The uh, Yankees-Guardians game has been postponed until Friday. Because of inclement weather in New York. There you go. Okay. So Perhaps the the one flaw about this super long baseball season is the most important games happen when the weather is the worst for a lot of the country. Yeah. Very true. That Never very understood true. that. Uh, last week in Survivor Series, we have not had a week where everybody hit their picks. We got close last week. Three of the four of us hit our picks. Three of the four, you say? Yes. Uh, Bick, you got Minnesota. You, uh, you picked them over Chicago. That's a Bear win. Sing. I picked Buffalo to beat Pittsburgh. Ding, 38-3. Uh, the Bills won that game. Sarah, it got tight. You had Tampa Bay over Atlanta, but you got the win. Boom, oh. points. Uh, that leaves only one person who did not hit. Uh, Jared, you had Denver to beat <laughs> Indianapolis, and the Colts won one of the ugliest games in history. Uh, Jared is 
He's really struggling in Survivor Series it's the this opposite week. of last year when I got the first seven right. Yes. Um, you got two points on the year so far. Sarah, you got two points for last week's pick. You've hit two in a row. Bick, you were back on the board after uh, after missing in week four. So you both have four points. I, I don't know what's going on. I never pick games well. I picked five in a row. So we're picking the games we're points. most confident in. Yes. This uh, week six. Once you pick a team, you cannot pick them for the rest of the year. So the draft order this week, Jarrett, it's time to get back Shut on up, the horse, Jared. man. You got the first pick. I will pick second. Sarah, third. Bick, you will have the fourth pick oh, this great. week of any of the games I on the board. absolutely apologize. I don't have the teams in front of me who I picked, so you could yell at me if I've already picked this team. I picked the San Francisco 49ers, even though they're on the road. Versus the Atlanta Falcons. Have I picked them already? Uh, you're not. But if only there was like a, a spreadsheet that uh, was shared with us. I, I, I usually have it open. I was yeah. doing some clerical work here uh, or something. Well, Jerry, clerical you're work. acting like Cliff Kingsbury in a final drive of the game. I had to tweet out the oh, picks, Wholly unprepared. Uh, he thinks he got the here. first down. <laughs> yes. It was too late to change anything uh, there yeah. at that point. Jared. All right, so Jarrett is taking the San Francisco 49ers. <laughs> I, don't have them. I don't have anything in front of me. Do I got my pen? To beat Atlanta. Now it's, where's your pen, Jared? I don't, I don't think much of Atlanta, but they are 2-3, and three and they arguably should have won last week versus Tampa, if not for that call. So maybe they're not as bad as I think, but I think the 49ers are coming into their own right now. All right. All right, so uh, the 49ers are off the board. Uh, with my pick... I don't feel great about this pick, but they are at home. They've been really bad, but they are also facing a really bad team that has a third-string quarterback, and they just fired their coach. I'm taking the Rams at home to beat the Carolina Panthers. Led by Steve Wilkes. That's that's a lock. I don't feel like it's a lock. That's a lock. Who's their quarterback now, the Panthers? P.J. Walker. Who who was Pamela Anderson's character's name on Baywatch? Um, C.J. Parker. That's it. Ooh. Close. The lovely Pamela. C.J. Parker. I will marry her. (laughs) (laughs) All right. Sarah, you are up. Oh, okay. You guys took my... Going for three in a row this week. One and two picks there. Um... All right, you mentioned a third-string quarterback. The Dolphins also have a third-string quarterback this week. Skylar Thompson, uh, as their other two guys are, still concussed. Yeah. So I'm going to go with the wow. Vikings over no, the that's Dolphins. That's a good pick. That's a good We're going to live in a world where the Vikings are 5-1 uh, if they win that game. I know. I know. That new Their new coach is making a difference. I'll tell you that. I still wouldn't trust Kirk Cousins to win a playoff that, game. Nope. I don't trust it. Like, I had them on my list, and I had the opportunity to pick them. And I st- with all of those things Sarah just mentioned, I still didn't feel confident. Justin Jefferson yeah. is such a weapon, though. Yeah. He's it. like evolved now into like maybe the best non-quarterback offensive weapon. All right, so San Francisco's off the board. The Rams are off the board. Minnesota's off the board. All uh, NFC teams, Bick, you got your pick of everything that's left. Uh, I don't have a list of, of games in front of me, so I'm just going to guess. Okay. <laughs> Love that. Go for it. I, I'm from the Jared I, Carlin School of Pride. Dan, Dan, I support you in this. <laughs> he thinks that's Thank a you, great Jared. Stuff. I appreciate support you. means a lot. I will take the Chargers over the Denver Broncos. All right. Yeah. An AFC team off the board as uh, Bick has picked the Los Angeles Chargers. Yeah. To take Completely on mediocre, Broncos. overrated Justin Herbert. <laughs> There are two really good games this weekend. Um, oh, indeed. The late game, Buffalo-Kansas City. Three. You could say three. What's, you, the, what's the third? Uh, the Giants-Ravens. 
I don't think that's a great game. Yeah, I would, that's, that's not a not, game. Nowhere close to the other okay. two. Dallas and Philadelphia on the Sunday night Heavy game weight. is good. And then Kansas City-Buffalo yeah. is obviously going to be all that. The last time those two teams played, they gave us one of the best playoff games we've ever seen. You know it's an underrated, intriguing game? The Jets and the Packers. A little Pack- bit. Packers have not looked that good. The Jets have been surprisingly decent this year. You've also got to pay attention to what New Orleans does because they're coming in here on Thursday night, so there is some direct application to the Cardinals. They're playing Cincinnati. They're coming off a really breakout performance. It's the performance that Sean Payton had been waiting three years for from Taysom Hill. Right. But you know, they made him a running back. That's why. They finally <laughs> figured out how to use him. He was good. That's that's a guy that welcomes the punishment. Yeah. Um, and Tampa Bay, Pittsburgh, it, it's, listen, I, we're going to find out. There's a lot of people who believe that Pittsburgh might do what a lot of people thought they would never do, and that's tank a season for a quarterback. They have a quarterback. They do? Do they, though? <laughs> they're playing the quarterback they drafted, but I don't think they're very thrilled with what they've seen so far. They have the, And this is a really good quarterback draft coming up. Yeah. They have the, we don't, we don't have T.J. Watt thing, so we have an excuse for this season mm-hmm. excuse. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Mike Tomlin doesn't seem like much of an excuse maker, but he's, he's taking it. He says, hey, it starts with me. They've, meanwhile, he's never meanwhile, had a losing season. Tom Brady's soon-to-be ex is like saging her vehicle, getting all the energy out of the car. She is just wiping the Slate clean. Wow. Uh huh. So, wild. Pete, Pete Davidson is just whoops oh. salivating. So two of our <laughs> two of our uh, two of our picks for our locks were the 49ers and the Rams to win, which makes it all the more important that the Cardinals beat the Seahawks and not fall behind all those teams. That is true. That is week six NFL Survivor Series. Uh, reminding you, Arizona goes primetime next week. Suns tip off the season against the Dallas Mavericks on Wednesday and the Arizona Cardinals take on the New Orleans Saints for Thursday night football. We are giving you the chance to experience both of those games in person. Text primetime to 620-620 and listen for your name starting next Monday for your chance to win two tickets to both games. Plus one lucky winner each day will win their choice of a Devin Booker jersey or a Deion Andre Hopkins jersey. Once again, just text primetime to 620-620 to get entered. Coming up next, the Thursday round of Mock My World. It's Bickley and Murata Mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. Time to take a look at the Arizona Sports Poll Question. Brought to you by Sanderson Ford. The best play is at Sanderson Ford. All right, welcome back to Bickley Emirata Mornings here on 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. We're heading to our website now, ArizonaSports.com, to quickly take a look at today's poll question. On the day of the Coyotes season opener, guys, who is going to lead the Yotes in goals this season? Clayton Keller, Nick Schmaltz, Dylan Gunther, or Lawson Krause? He shoots, he scores! Um... I know he's coming off an injury, but Clayton Keller seems to be one of those guys that keeps ascending his his goal scoring yeah, total. I, he's a good vote between I'd him vote and Clayton Keller. Gunther, a little young, but 
Keller, yeah, Keller's the choice. Clayton Keller? Oh, yeah. Our listeners think the same thing. 67% say Clayton Keller will lead the Yotes in goals this season. 14% voted for Dylan Gunther. 10% said Lawson Krause. 9% said Nick Schmaltz. The bigger question is how many goals does lead the Coyotes? Ugh. They're your team. That and is historically, a... Historically, oh, no. that cannot get guys into the top 10 in scoring. No. It's just nuts. Uh, there you go. There's today's Sanderson Ford poll question. You can vote on it right now on the homepage at ArizonaSports.com. Bickley and Murata. Mock my world. Are you mocking me? Are you mocking me? Stop it. You just didn't do it again. Are you mocking me? Oh, Mock My World is back. I was not here on Thursday. A little under the weather. So Tim Ring filled in. And you guys went uh, went to Philadelphia for uh, Mock My World. Favorite Philly things. And Dan Bickley continued his stranglehold on Mock My World. Wow. They... 32% win by picking his team of Rocky Balboa. Such a good first pick. The Liberty Bell, Joe Frazier, and uh, Freedom Hall. Boxers and landmarks, baby, yeah. all day long. <laughs> Joe Frazier versus Rocky would have been a great fight. Yeah, it would have been. Uh, Tim Ring finished second, 29.5%. Sarah, you were third, 25%. Uh, and Jarrett went with uh, food and mascots. Which wow. is perfectly on brand. I thought that I know. <laughs> Perfect. Didn't, <laughs> didn't did not pay off. Gritty <laughs> Benjamin Franklin, the Philly fanatic, and Philadelphia cream cheese just did not uh, pay off. As uh, is right. Um, since it was a different uh, cast of characters last week, we did random.org to determine this week's draft order on the subject of replacing legends. In honor of Geno Smith replacing Russell Wilson in Seattle. Exactly. And doing really well. Exactly. I don't think Geno Smith is going to get drafted this week, though. I don't so think it makes so. it interesting. Uh, random, and we can go sports or pop culture, pop culture entertainment, whatever, whatever, however you want. Uh, Jared got the first pick. So Bix, these, yeah. you, will, you will finish second, Sarah third. I will go fourth, right. four round snake style draft. Let's do it. All right, I got the. I don't know if there's an, a really obvious one, but I'm going to go with. Steve Young with the San Francisco 49ers replacing Joe Montana. Joe Montana obviously won four Super Bowls. Steve Young comes in and wins a Super Bowl of his own. All right. Yes, he did indeed do that. Steve Young off the board. I will take the second quarterback. I will take Aaron Rodgers, who came in and replaced yeah. Brett Favre in Green Bay, Wisconsin. I was debating that. The, the, it's uh, Yeah, if it's, I'd it's had the tough. first pick, it's a tough decision. The, the only reason I picked this is Montana was... To me, a bigger legend because he won four Super Bowls. I agree. Than, but yeah. that, that's no, you're right. Game, but you're right. Sarah, will you continue to go quarterback? No, I no. won't. I'm going to completely change it up. Okay. Uh, I'm going to go Halle Berry replacing Michelle Pfeiffer as Catwoman. Oh, good one. Good call. Except that's considered one of the worst movies ever made. But, but it's Halle. It's Halle Berry. <laughs> Berry. But it's also <laughs> Michelle Pfeiffer. Pfeiffer. <laughs> that white gold. Is, uh, oh, right. Oh, yes, well done, yes. Bruno I was like, Mars. wait a well minute. Done. No, that's what that uh, is the lyric. Bruno yes. Mars. Yeah, yes. that is true. Uh, I'm going to go to the world of late night television for my first pick. And was that who was banging that? Me. That was, that was uh, not me. That was going to be my number. All right, go. Oh, sorry. I'm taking. Uh, although I wasn't a huge fan of his show, but he had a big following. Stepping in for the legend David Letterman. I'm going with Conan O'Brien. That was going to be my number one pick, and I thought it would last. You thought wrong. Well done. And I will take a quarterback myself, uh, although it didn't last very long. I think Andrew Luck was pretty good filling in for Peyton Manning. Yeah. 
They've had some pretty good quarterback luck up until the last four years in Indianapolis. Until after luck. Yeah. Right. Until after luck. Right. Yeah. Back right. to you, Sarah. Uh, I am going to go. I don't know how this is going to play with people, but I am a particularly big fan. Adam Lambert stepping in in place of Freddie Mercury yeah. in the Queen Band. Yeah. It's not a bad. They've toured now for years with that lineup, yeah. so they yeah. must be doing all right. <laughs> really good. <laughs> really good. My turn. Back to you, Bick. All right. I'm going to stay in the music lane with Sarah. Give me Brian Johnson, lead singer of ACDC, who replaced Bon Scott. Do you do a Brian Johnson impression, man? I do not. That voice, man. Poof. It yeah. hurts. It hurts it's, me. It's yeah, you'd have to you'd have to break a Coke bottle and chew on the glass and swallow it. <laughs> and then you then you might sound and then, like and then you get, might die. And then get constipated for about three days. <laughs> yeah. Right. Right. Jared, back to you. Two picks. I got two picks. I'm going with a head coach who replaced a legendary head coach and then went on to become a legendary head coach of his own, Bill Cower. Yes. With the Steelers. That did happen. Plays Chuck Noll. And then I'm going to go with the man uh, who at the time replaced the longest and was considered one of the best Weekend Update hosts of all time. A guy who's been on this show. I'm going with Kevin Nealon on Weekend Update, replacing Dennis Miller. An interesting pick. Oh, interesting pick. Not a good one, but an interesting, an interesting pick. <laughs> uh, back to you, Bick. Who's uh, joining Aaron Rodgers and Brian Johnson? Sammy Hagar is joining my team. Uh, Replace David Lee Roth at the front of Van Halen. I had that. Yeah, I had it's, that too. It's controversial. Right. It, that, that subject divides people. But it was they were success. They were very successful with him as that. Even if people didn't to- like it, just a totally well, it was different sounding band. Completely, was, yeah. yeah, yeah. Sarah, uh, all right. Uh, uh, I'm really uh, grasping uh, at straws here. I am going to go back to the movie world, and I am going to draft Andrew Garfield, who replaced Tobey Maguire as Spider Man. I know Andrew Garfield is now regarded as the best Spider Man there's been. No, no, that's what I'm not saying. by Jarrett. No, we, we, I didn't ask. Those Jared. were definitely. Yeah, we didn't I mean, that, that's definitely the least regarded franchise of the Spider-Man. Talking about his performance, though. They just liked him in the, the latest Sp- Spider-Man. <sighs> who's, the, right, who's the? Who's the? They're updating. Uh, who's the third Spider-Man? Tom Holland. Is it that Veer? <laughs> so weird. <laughs> okay. The All right. Uh, two picks for me. Oh, he's off the. I got to scratch him off. Scratch him off the list then. Uh, wow, it's weird that I said that because I'm actually going not. Uh, not not yet. I'm going to go uh, an athlete who filled in for a legend, but not in the sports world. Michael Strahan taking over for Regis Philbin. Ooh. Oh, isn't that interesting? Oh, and with so my bad. last pick, yeah, this is going to cost me, I think, but I am going to the movie Major League. Omar Epps <laughs> filling in for... Wesley Snipes is Willie Mays Hayes. Yes. I don't know. Uh, yeah. It, it was not as good, but it didn't it didn't lose that much, did it? No, I yeah. guess not. Yeah. All right, my last pick. That was me hopefully asking that question. <laughs> yeah, right. Hoping. Sarah. All right. Uh you guys tell me if this one works. Phil Collins replacing Peter Gabriel. See, that's an interesting one because they they were in the band at the same time, obviously, but he did replace him as the lead singer. So that's what do you guys true. think? I'll allow it. I'll allow it. Okay, yeah. there you go. Tremendous. Sure. And Tremendous. Genesis was way better with Phil Collins as the front man. They were definitely popular, and they were yeah. definitely more successful. Well, I'm yeah. glad I got the Jarrett Carlin stamp of approval for one Yeah, pick. thank you. 
pick. Good thing. Okay, uh, I, I've got a lot of three different really disparate answers here. But I think I'm going to go with Dale Earnhardt Jr. replacing his father. Can I do that? Does that fit the rails? Probably did, not. Did he take over. He took over the card number, or did he not? I don't think he ever. I mean, okay. I would allow scratch it if he drove it. No, the I'll three. I'll scratch that. I'll scratch okay. that. Give me head coach so. Jimmy Johnson who replaced Tom Landry. Mm. Yeah, that one worked out pretty mm. good. That's, yeah. My turn. Yes, if you're Jared, paying attention, it's, it's yeah. right, I'm going with. I know you don't have the draft order. In I'm front going of with. <laughs> I'm, I'm going with the great. Give me the Vikings. In, in, in my mind, the better. Oh, there's there's two. I, I'm gonna. All right, I'm gonna go with Don Knotts on Three's Company as Mr. Furley, mm-hmm. replacing the Ropers, replacing Norman Fell. Yes. That's an interesting That's pick. That's an interesting pick. Don Knotts was fantastic on that show. Hey, whoa, whoa, what's going on here? <laughs> <laughs> All right, this was an interesting category. Filling in for legends. Jared's got Steve Young. Bill it was between Howard. that and Al taking over for Arnold on Happy Days. Here's yes. my list of who we left on the board. You want to hear real yeah, quick? Yeah, yeah. Real quick. Ryan Day at Ohio State took over for Urban Meyer, mm. right? Uh-huh. Uh, Kyler Murray at Oklahoma took over for Baker Mayfield. In the context of Sooner football, they're why legends. Not, why not Jalen Hurts taking over nah. for Kyler Murray? The one I was thinking about was Joaquin Phoenix's Joker, but there it, mm. it isn't just Heath Ledger, right? Wasn't there a Joker yeah, in Heath, between them? Jack Nicholson. No, I mean no. Jared Leto. Jared Leto. Right. It was Jack Nicholson, yeah. then Jer- then right. Heath Ledger, then Jared Leto, then Joaquin. Why are there Phoenix. so many? Yeah, because it's an interesting character. Because it's a superhero. Trevor Noah. For, it's a superhero. Trevor Noah for John Stewart was okay. one I had. Barry Switzer. Oh, for Jimmy Johnson. Because Barry Switzer won You're a title joking, also. Right? He won a championship? I had George Seifert on my list. Oh, yeah. I had Bill O'Brien on my list. That's taking yeah, over for, for Joe, Joe Paterno. Paterno. Uh, Jared's got Steve Young, Bill Cower, Kevin Neal, and Don Knotts. Dan went with uh, Aaron Rodgers, Brian Johnson, Sammy Hagar, and Jimmy Johnson. Sarah's got Halle Berry, Adam Lambert, Andrew Garfield, Phil Collins. No sports on Sarah's team at no, all. No, you guys took all of my favorite picks. So and I've got uh, Conan O'Brien, Andrew Luck, Michael Strahan, and Omar Epps. We'll get this up on Twitter. You determine who's got the best team of people filling in and replacing legends. We'll get that up on uh, Twitter at Bickley underscore Murata. Coming up, some final thoughts on this Thursday. It's Bickley and Murata mornings, 98.7 FM, Arizona Sports Station. And Murata. Song of the Day. Catalog off of OU812. <laughs> Get it? <laughs> this is Black and Blue, my favorite track off that album. I had a sandwich for lunch. Oh, you U812. ate one too? <laughs> it is amazing how different the, the band sounded. Oh, yeah. Oh, completely. But some bands, they change their singer. 
and it's pretty much business as usual. Yeah. This was two different bands. Well, same with ACDC. You yeah. could, they sounded completely, well, they always sound the same. <laughs> different, but different, but the same. same. Yes, exactly. different. Well, the Van Halen one is especially same. weird because the band is not named after the lead singer. No. The, the band was named after the guitar player, so you'd think just changing the lead singer wouldn't change the and sound that you, much. You do know that Eddie Van Halen and Alex Van Halen's father is from Holland? Is oh, it that weird? weird? I think I did know that. Can you name another band that's named after a member that is not uh, the lead singer? Ooh. I have one on the top of my top of my head. I don't know. The Jay Giles band. Oh, okay. Yeah. Okay. Peter Who's Wolf, the lead singer. Yeah. How about Pink Floyd? Which one of that band's pink? Which one? Which one's Who's Floyd? Floyd? Which one's Floyd? I'm pink, he's Floyd. <laughs> <laughs> There you go. Uh, Black and Blue Van Halen. Today's song of the day for Thursday. Bickley and Murata going off the grid. Off the grid. Brought to you by Sweet James Accident Attorneys. If you've been hurt in an accident, call Sweet James at 800-500-5200 or sweetjames.com. Uh, a little daily dose of Vinny Joe trivia for you. Yesterday, the Atlanta Braves got back into their NLDS. A very good pitching performance by Kyle Wright, who many people might not know this. He led the major leagues in wins this year. He had 21 wins for the Braves this year. Uh, your daily dose of Vinny Joe trivia today. Can you name the last major league pitcher who won as many as 22 games in a season? It's a tough one. The last pitcher to win at least 22 at least games 22 in a season? Games. Never yeah. a year. 2016. Tim Lincecum? No. Uh, no he was this, already. Well, this pitcher did win the Cy Young that year. And it's the only time in his career, which was 12 years long, that he ever even got Cy Young votes. It was an outlier season. 22 Ooh. and 4. I'm going to know this the minute you say it, but oh, I'm not, not going to You got it, Jarrett? Was it uh, the knuckleball pitcher? For the, the, no. J.A. Happ, he won 20 that year. R.A. Dickey, you're thinking. R.A. Dickey, yeah, yeah that's right. R.A. Dickey. Uh, the answer for the Boston Red Sox, Rick Porcello. Oh, never would have gotten that. Went 22 and 4 that year for the uh, for the Red Sox. Well, I have just the vaguest of recollections of that even happening. Yeah, and, and it was only six years ago. Yeah, but remember every year. I mean, this is this is me getting on my back in the back in the day soapbox. Mm-hmm. Every year, you could name who was the the league leader in wins because it usually meant they were going to win the Cy Young. Last year, Cy Young went. Robbie Ray, I think, had thirteen wins. Wins and, don't matter anymore. And, and Corbin Burns for I had about around eleven or twelve wins for Milwaukee. Wins don't matter in analytics, and wins don't matter because pitchers don't go more than five or six innings anymore. You know who wins uh, still matter to the pitchers themselves. <laughs> they still care about it. Um, I wanted to play this for you yesterday, but we ran out of time. Right. Uh, hockey season got underway on Tuesday night. The Lightning played the Rangers, and before it was uh, the game started on ESPN, Chris Rooney was the head official in the game, and I don't know where this mandate came from, because it wasn't over the loudspeakers, uh, the PA system, it was just to the television audience. He did a really awkward welcome to the season right before he dropped the puck. Listen to how disingenuous this sounds. Welcome to opening night of the 2022-23 NHL season. What's better than this? Good luck to all players. Let's have a great season. One of the best in the NHL, Chris Rooney drops the puck. We're underway. 
That didn't strike me as as much as it hit you. No, as really? sounding disingenuous. What's better than this? Just painfully rehearsed. <laughs> yeah. What's better than this? Why People were comparing it to like uh, at an elementary school play, like the kid <laughs> that walks out at the beginning and welcomes the families. Yeah, that's and exactly what it is. We are so pleased to, to present have you. to you Beauty and the Beast. Enjoy. Right. Um, before the game between the Yankees and Guardians, the other or in, during the game, uh, there was a very awkward setup uh, by Bob Costas for a promo that really upset people. Did you yeah, hear this? Yeah, I, I saw this. You know, big sellout crowd here, but we weren't 100% sure this game was going to be played tonight. And for more, and it's shocking, here's Lauren Shahadi. I mean... For Bob Costas to set that up as a veteran, and Lauren Shahadi comes on and does this whole sponsored thing about the House of the Dragon from, yeah. from HBO Max, and they superimpose the dragon CGI flying over the stadium. dragon over Yankee Stadium. People were really mad I about know. that. I couldn't believe it. They were mad that Bob Costas would do that. I mean, he can't say no, Kenny. He's got to do it. Money's money. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, but it, no, was, it was weird. It, it was a little bit awkward. Yeah. I'd be even awkward. more mad if I were her. She had to like look up and be like, oh, look at this thing. Look, like, not for nothing. See, I Gamble love saw that commercial and said, look, they're real. I gotta got buy one. <laughs> oh, I should have stayed in New York. Lauren, give me a call. <laughs> That's right. There's a dragon in the Bronx. <laughs> <laughs> Thanks to Stacey Joe Ross for joining us. Thanks to you for hanging out. We'll see you tomorrow. Wolf and Luke up next.